This is the Wildernet Podcast for Monday, July 20th, 2015, episode 27. Welcome back to the Wildernet Podcast, where we rediscover nature in a digital age. And Eric still can't hear me, I don't think. Eric, can you hear me yet? Can you hear me yet? Can you hear me yet? Eric, can you hear me yet? Oh, hey, Shane. Uh, you can't hear me now? <laughs> can yep. you hear me now? That's what I... Why did I... <laughs> totally screwed that one up. <laughs> Missed opportunities. I'm Shane. I'm Eric. Hey, Eric. What's going on, man? All sorts of stuff. It's been a... Busy week, busy summer. Is it summer? <laughs> it feels like it finally, man. It's been a it's been a long time coming. This heat's taking its sweet time. There is how I feel. But been it's a nice heat, heat wave lately. It's, I it's like, like it. one day it's uh, I should say it's been one day's heat wave, the next day it's pouring. Next day's another heat wave. Tornado. <laughs> Wait, was there one? <laughs> yeah, there's like a confirmed thing near clinton wisconsin where i actually was at a wedding on saturday in clinton wisconsin oh, so we just missed it it's crazy that is crazy very scurry and very then the, scurry. you have seen that you have all these pictures where we're outside i would be frightened after the fact oh oh so every every the destruction was done at that point was, yeah is everyone okay yeah yeah no nothing happened everyone was in the basement or something before we got there it's it interesting wow that is that is that is the uh, penultimate of rain on your wedding day, I suppose. <laughs> or if you want to call it that, maybe that's that. not the right term for that, but yeah. it, it, it's it's a bad thing. It's, <laughs> it's the worst case of rain on your wedding day, let's say that. How about you? How have you been? What have you been up to? Been good. Pretty pretty good here and there. You know, ups and downs. Some turns here and there. But overall, I'd say I'm doing quite well. Um, you know, like... Most summers, I have been enjoying the outdoors, so more or less, you know, I, I try to go outside as much as I can, and then that includes, I do, uh, if if it's a nice day, I will tend to go uh, running at lunchtime, um, but some days I just, you know, I, I don't know, I, I don't always let just good weather, sometimes if it's overcast, I'm like, eh, I'll just run on the treadmill, plus it's, honestly, and I know this is a pro outdoors podcast but uh sometimes it just feels a little better on my joints <laughs> doing the treadmill instead but yeah, i suppose i suppose if it's a bright just, sunny day you just you know you can't pass that up yeah i like to sweat <laughs> yeah sweating's fun <laughs> <laughs> i've uh I, I created my first nike running challenge which i totally failed oh boy uh, in fact we're gonna do a small shout out here because you asked for it a good friend of mine, Greg Byers. Oh wow! He <sighs> wanted he wanted his he wanted his last name. Greg, Gregory. Uh, we don't I, even say our I, last names. <laughs> well, you know they can figure it out. But <laughs> so uh, he, I, I sent him a challenge, and then he beat me at my own challenge. He didn't hit the goal either, but he did more than I did. Uh, I just didn't make enough time to go run, which is sad because I it was an easy challenge, six miles in one week. I didn't do it, and you didn't include me. I did two. Well, I can't include you if I have any shot of winning. <laughs> yeah, I had some uh, 
some friends I think recently kind of realized that with the Nike Plus challenge. Uh, I mean, uh, the the second place person I think was um, it was only five days after me I want to say, um, but yeah, and, and it's not to say I'm not the only. There's at least one person on my one or two people, one person that always will beat me, and then a couple of people actually think uh, think the the very person you were just mentioning their uh, wife I think has 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 beaten me on the on the Nike Plus before I will I will yeah. say that without naming his or her name <laughs> well well we ought to um, she does have a blog oh it's yes. gaining popularity so I'm sure it wouldn't hurt to mention it do a little plug <laughs> we probably could well I ought to now okay Greg here you go here's a plug for your spouse. Her blog is called Pace with Grace. I think it's pacewithgrace.com. Check it out. There you go. Yeah, definitely check it out. I, th- I think I uh, I think I like that one on the Facebook actually. So there you go. I should probably uh, take more, more of a consistent. look at it though. <laughs> it's good. I've, I've checked it out. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Fun things this week. Let's see here. I went. So basically, I tried to cram all the summer into Sunday. I happened to go <laughs> fishing out on a boat. Caught some largemouth bass. It was great. Um, and then spent the day at the uh, county fair. And had some corn on the cob and watched truck poles. It was just a, a great day. It was a lot of fun. I'm I'm burnt now, literally. Uh, my skin is sunburned. Wow. So that's painful. Sorry to hear that. But man. it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, I like it. It is. It is. I like a lot. <laughs> I I did that uh, pretty much Friday. Um, did the the Friday night live down here in down the downtown area, and uh, which which I'm sure most. A lot of people may not know who listen to this, but of course a lot of people are probably from the area, but we, uh, it's a little uh, live music sort of mini festival they do every Friday night uh, down here until, I th- man, I think it's October, I think I just uh, read that. Um, it's only a few hours, but they, yeah, there's live music and, um, you know, they have people painting on the streets. Lots of live music though, like there's, yeah. there's a, like a dozen bands all throughout the downtown area, it's really cool. It is indeed, um, yeah. and you know, and I just like a lot of the bars and restaurants down there. I actually went to a new place. Uh, I found out. Um, I don't know. It's only switched ownership recently. It used to be called something else, but it uh, uh, there was a, there was a server at a, another restaurant down there that has opened up a, a new bar. Actually, a new restaurant that I was uh, pretty pleasantly surprised that uh, he was running was it down there. It is called. I don't know. I want to mispronounce the name, but it's Melly Bar or M E L I. Melee. I don't want to mispronounce, but I've already. I'm sure I've already done it. <laughs> but it was. It was uh, quite nice. I enjoyed it, and it was a little bit less expensive than. Um, what is good about it? Uh, foods. Like food what I did there. Good. Like what I did there. What is good about it? <laughs> yes. For those of you that don't know, look up the PBR uh, <laughs> commercial video on, on YouTube. On the YouTube, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was it was very good uh, food, and and I thought it was reasonably priced. Uh, actually, the the mixed drink that we had there was uh, was four dollars, which I thought that was uh, yeah four bucks. That was pretty good. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Right. Oh, and then, yeah, sorry. And then after that, we also uh, went to the county fair as well. Um, it was nighttime at that point, but actually kind of like 
the look of all the lights and everything. Even though I don't really care for fair rides, haven't for quite some time, um, still looks pretty neat at night, you know. For sure. There. I like the bunnies. So I went and saw and the, the bunnies. And the smelly cows, great. yeah. Yep. And I don't, uh, and I don't know if they were put away at that point or what, but I didn't, we did not see them. But my girlfriend did win a, uh, did win a bunny, actually. A, uh, or wait, was it a bunny? It was a, uh, a... A live rabbit? No, no, it was a frog. Why am I thinking a bunny? <laughs> a <laughs> live frog? The frog from The Princess and the Frog. Uh, just by playing whack-a-mole. He came to life? <laughs> Paid the six bucks, you know, which I'm sure this thing costs a lot less than that, but <laughs> three bucks a piece of, just to play whack-a-mole against one other person, and then somehow she ended up winning... I don't know if those things are rigged or she's what, but better at the whack a mole. Shoot, I guess. she listens to this. She's gonna <laughs> don't give her a hammer, Shane. Watch out. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, I think she had 150 points, or maybe that's what you go until or something like that. But uh, yeah, uh, thought that was fairly large stuffed animal. I was kind of surprised at that because usually they really kind of screw you on that. I think <laughs> interesting. At any rate. Word in the woods. All right, well, the Huffington Post has a little article here uh, entitled 31 Fun Free Things to Do This Summer, which I thought was kind of perfect. And I will say... I can actually, I'm going to call up because I, I just love the fact that I actually fairly quickly uh, was able to find an outdoors, a uh, decent outdoors related article. And it was uh, all on the new, I guess I can say this, it was <laughs> through uh, uh, Apple News, the new news app, which is actually part of iOS 9, the public beta, which I think there's still some kind of NDA behind that, uh, you know, some sort of agreement. I don't know. I'm not going to read through that thing, <laughs> what I can or can't talk about exactly, but I will say it has this, and uh, there are news articles that you can get through it, so this was one of them. And it's uh, cool. We're not going to read all of them, are we? Uh, we are not reading all of them because they are not all outdoors related. <laughs> okay, great. But I think we can pretty much read off most of the outdoors ones here. Um, the very first one, though, right at the very beginning, go geocaching, go geocaching, go. It is a, like, what? So we, we did geocaching. <laughs> we did geocaching. And I think it'd be really cool if there was, like, a geocaching app for adults only. Whoa. You're like, you, not, not, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, cash money prizes and or like little mini shots oh of booze goodness. or stuff like that it sounds like the amazing race I mean, or something <laughs> you would never come out of the woods <laughs> you'd be like no dude i got 20 dollars and two shots of jack i'm good let's keep going <laughs> you get lost i don't know man I, oh, i've had wow. five shots now i'm surprised this i don't know happened. where we are you might be this might be grade a material here man i don't know if you should be giving this out to our listeners yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hey, man, I invite you to, to make happen. this app. You do it, and I will, I will be your first customer, so don't <laughs> even worry about it. Yes, I, I, don't, I don't know. Wow. The weird well, thing will be when kids start just stumbling upon it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at this bottle of Jack I found. It's always the case. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> you got to put it in a lockbox. Maybe, maybe when you find it, you know, the app has the code. Oh, my goodness, this sounds You've amazing. You've earned the secret code. Now unlock the, the treasure chest. Real the tre- life video the treasure game. Te- chest. 
That sounds awesome. This and it has like the crazy way. awesome sound of that game that you like. It doesn't that even need game. to be for adults. <laughs> that sounds like it could be for kids too, as long as it doesn't actually involve booze. But yeah, maybe <laughs> like uh, uh, Kool Aid or Capri Sun. I'm just saying, it sounds cool. It, it, you include all those sound effects and everything, and <laughs> make it seem all mysterious <laughs> and and spy like. I'm in. That'd be great. This needs to be geocaching 2.0. Let's do this. Your next obstacle requires binoculars. Find the binoculars, and you will succeed. <laughs> At any rate, the, those that ha- didn't weren't aware, geocaching is uh, not <laughs> not, not what we're saying here necessarily, but you know, on a smaller scale, uh, different parks and certain not necessarily parks, different areas, uh, public areas where different caches are hidden that you can go Caches. find. I, yeah, I, not, yeah, not even no, woods, wait, really. Wait, just it's not cache. Well, whoa, well, whoa, well, whoa. Well, back oh, the yeah, train up. It is not cache. Back the train up. Pump the brakes. It is a cache. Uh, no, but it's it's like even in <laughs> cities and stuff. It's just outdoors anywhere. Yes. You can find some pretty un- unsuspecting spots. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yes. Uh, you okay there? Are you speechless all of a sudden? <laughs> no. I have a preparing something. Furry friend by the door that might need to enter. Ah, okay. I, I don't hear your furry friend, if that means anything. You may. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, yeah, so you, so you look for these. Uh, prior to smartphones, there weren't, you know, apps to actually do this. You had to go online and, and print these out, print out the coordinates, and, you know, actually use a compass to get to these. But nowadays, I think using the smartphone apps is kind of the way to go, and which makes it a lot easier, but... Because it is it is a challenge enough. Once you get to the location, it is hard enough just to even find because they are hidden very well, and, and the caches themselves they can be, you know, small containers anywhere from that to these larger, you know, water bottle size types of things. And um, not to not to give away too much, you know, you know, I'm not going to give exact coordinates, but th- there's even some out there where you you and may, I don't think Eric's seen these, but you can. They're so hidden that you have to kind of pull a rope to actually sort of pulling it up and down uh oh, from, man, from i haven't seen that location. one yet. i couldn't even find the easy one so i'd be screwed <laughs> yep but and that's a lot of fun and then and then you sign this you know often there's a, a list in there of people to sign your name and um you know, some, sometimes there's not i <laughs> if you do go out there uh you may want to actually bring a pencil or pen that that is one piece of advice i will say because not all of them are even big enough to include uh, a pen in there so probably want to bring one along just in case and 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 i think that some of them also have fun little other things in there that you're apparently allowed to trade out you know you you, you don't want to just take them but uh you know you can leave you can either leave one or, or i believe you can trade don't quote me on that <laughs> i have yet to actually take anything shane's from breaking all the rules of geocaching <laughs> i i believe you're supposed to be able to trade but Shane said. Unless Shane you said. just are supposed to leave. But I think there'd be a lot more in there if that were the case. At any rate, uh, it, it is a good time. So that was just... What's that? Oh, no. Go go on. Oh, yeah. So, so you know, uh, visiting county fairs uh, rather than amusement parks, specifically, um, really just because it's you know going to cost you a lot less. And there's, a, there's a local feel, too. There's a lot of local... Um, exhibitors that go to these things you know so it's a very unique thing very uh niche to that town or location you know you could do all sorts of fairs in your in your local state or community or whatever and there's all sorts of cool things that are really exclusive to that area in some instances sure uh you know the the example they 
pick out also is uh, you know Disney Disneyland Disney World Disney in general uh, is like ninety nine bucks a day and clearly that's a lot more than that's pretty much as high as it goes. I paid fifteen dollars for parking and and entrance and I got to see a truck and tractor pull and mm-hmm. yeah and bunnies so and I was bunnies. happy. Yeah. Had some corn on the cob. I like that stuff. That's a summer thing. Yep. Um, Sink your teeth into some of that. Bring some floss if that's I mean, my s- advice. Six Legs, um, you know, it's going to be up there also. Sometimes you can get discount days for that kind of thing. Um, they have a water park now too, which I've never been to, but I've just never envisioned right. Six Legs a place to go to a water park. Yeah, true. I've yet to go in the water park there, um, but maybe someday. And then flying a kite. You know what's interesting about this flying a kite thing, Shane? Yeah, what's that, Eric? Because I used to be a professional kite flyer. I didn't know that. No, seriously, there's ridiculous... No, I never did. That's a lie, <laughs> by the way. But there are some legitimate... So I went to, to Michigan to visit a friend of mine, and we were out on a, on a beach in, in Michigan on the Michigan side. And I, let me tell you what, on a small side, Lake Michigan on the Michigan side is 10 million times nicer than our freaking crap Wisconsin Lake Michigan side. Ridiculous. Oh, wow, yeah. And it's not even, I can't comprehend. Nonetheless, uh, there was oh. a kite flying competition. And so so teams and herds of people flying oodles and oodles of kites all all in sync, like synchronized swimmers, only they were kites. I couldn't comprehend how they were doing it. They were doing all these cool flight patterns. It was nuts. Never seen anything like it in my life. So it is a thing that you can do competitively or just recreationally. That should be on America's Got Talent if if that's possible. Dude, it was it was really something, man. I, I was like, "What? What is this? Whoa, whoa! Look at those guys! What are they doing? How are they doing that?" Because they did actually have a. I don't watch a lot of that show, but they did have some outdoor uh, acts this year. I noticed, so they could do something like that on there. But uh, your your Michigan talk brought me up. Uh, there was a there was an article recently. I couldn't tell you where it was or anything like that, but it was talked about the top. It listed the states, all fifty states in order of their greatness, basically, just the best states, right? Uh, the <laughs> I think the last one was Florida. <laughs> it's just funny that they put Florida at the end. But the first one, spoiler alert, was actually Michigan, which I found interesting. interesting. Even with, and they go in through... What's even, their slogan? Uh, rediscovered... Wait, is it our slogan? <laughs> Rediscover nature in a digital age? What? Michigan. The other Wisconsin. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that would be terrible. <laughs> but it did um I did go into, you know, I talked about how De- Detroit was uh is was I think they were saying how it was making a comeback and, and that despite <laughs> Detroit it oh, it's Pure Michigan. Yes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, with the, Pure with the Tim Michigan. Allen, the Tim Allen commercials and everything. Formerly, it used there. to be like, great times, more to see. Great lakes, great times, more to see. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Pure Michigan's awesome. Anyway. That is a good one, yeah. What, what is ours? I, forward. No, I don't. <laughs> That's just the state model. <laughs> I don't know. It's something cool. Wisconsin's. Travel slogan. I guess it'd probably be tourist. Yeah, our tourist industry. I don't think is working. Wisconsin that... stay just a little bit longer. America's Dairyland. <laughs> I think we could use Does a that lesson. Sound right? I I don't know. When it comes to tourism, that reminds me of another thing, which I have to show you this video sometime. Isn't that, a, isn't that the name of a song? Stay just a little bit longer. There's this. There's this 
TED Talk out there right now that I'm, I was kind of excited about because it talks about uh, city flags and flag design and everything. And um, hmm. I don't want to spoil too much for you, but let's just say there's a city a little over halfway through it that uh, we may be familiar with that this gentleman talks about being one of the ugliest flags out there. <laughs> uh, and it's pretty close to home. <laughs> All right, well, so That's enough of that. It's the same shape. And it is gross, for sure. Uh, so another one here, they talk about having an epic water gun fight. Uh, using, But they don't just say with water guns, they say uh, with plastic squeeze bottles, like shampoo containers and things like that, just washing them out first, obviously. I don't know exactly how fun that would be. That sounds like something more for kids, probably. But this isn't, uh, we're not, this isn't an adults-only podcast, you know? This is... You know, and a lot of people that might listen to us probably do have kids. So hey, try try these tactics to yeah, dude, to keep your kids busy like, out, out of your hair. Have a uh, three person <laughs> water balloon launcher. Yes, it's pretty sweet. That's right. Didn't I get that for you? Or is that a different one? Uh, no, I don't. Maybe didn't I pick that thing up? We for did like use 10 it. Ten bucks, and when Pro- one year probably. going up, <laughs> I think so. We launched at other campers successfully oh yes and they successfully they didn't even mind it was a hot summer day who doesn't mind getting pelted with a water balloon from a hundred yards away then they successfully come over also and join us at some point yeah we we had some uh it's beverages a great uh conversation start it's a great way to get someone's attention <laughs> it's true <laughs> yeah who's gonna be like no i'm all wet <laughs> i mean maybe if their phone was involved or something i yeah, yeah i can see that <laughs> They'd probably run over real fast then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gaze at the clouds. Yeah. 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 Pretty. You know. I think we've talked about stargazing before, but this would be good for also. And they also mentioned a game in there you could play if you take snap some pictures and then try to guess. Have your friends guess what the clouds, what you're thinking the clouds are, or just look at the clouds. Modern day way of dealing with that. Hey, there's a balance of technology and, and outdoors. Hey, you know that's a good that's a good um, alibi. Did you just launch a water balloon? No, man, I was gazing at the clouds. I was while aiming. I was, I was aiming for that cowboy up there. Or something. <laughs> Do you want to see it? I took a picture of my phone. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah, well, great. Next you know, works. boom, you're married to that person. Oh, it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just saying. You never know. What t shirt contest? Whoa. 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 <laughs> Too far, <laughs> Eric. Too far. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not a contest. It's just one t shirt. Take a hike. <laughs> well, I'm not telling Eric to do that. Uh, no, but go <laughs> taking a hike is also a great thing to do outside. As, uh, well, you know, and maybe maybe even in the winter. Along with camping. Winter camping. We talked about that one. Uh, which, but for free. Which, yeah, what? I didn't know you could do this for free. Well, according me. to the article, there are places you can do this. I should say one of the things that, uh, well, as I mentioned, the article talks about is free. It does say free things to do this summer. So, or, you know, low budget. I think that's kind of one of the big. Yeah, if you're balling on a budget, just listen to us. We'll tell you what to go do. Yeah, and I think, see, (laughs) that was was a big reason why I picked this one also is because uh, while, you you know, the the entire objective of our podcast podcast is to give people ideas, uh, uh, motivation to go outside. And I think maybe price can be a deterrent, even though 
most of the time they're going to be pretty low cost uh, doing type these types of things outside. Obviously, the, the big theme parks and all that. That's like, why go, go for a helicopter ride. Well, no, no, that's right, not right, exactly. Go skydiving. I've done that though. Bungee jumping, probably not at. <laughs> Not that cheap either. Learn how to swim. Well, hopefully our listeners do know how to swim, but if you do know how, you could always just go swimming and or, yeah, you could also learn. You could. You could. Someone could could teach you. I could teach you, but I'd have to charge. There are places. There are places that can teach you how to swim, and this article talks about them. Did did you see the the bubble machine at the the county fair? They're everywhere. Don't. I probably did see some bubbles going on. Bubbles. No, they were like... I don't know, a million bubbles a minute or something. It was oh. ridiculous. It wasn't actually that, but it was pretty freaking <laughs> It insane. was the minigun of bubble making. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that sounds awesome. But Wait, you have a recipe here, don't you? It's a DIY uh, way of making bubbles. Six cups water, one cup corn syrup, and two cups regular strength dish liquid. There's extra strength <laughs> dish I pressure. Yeah, well, concentrated, I'm sure, is what they're going for there. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> you don't want that bubble to last forever. <laughs> It'll be per- bad for the atmosphere. Uh, apparently, there are places you can take online boating safety courses because uh, you want to you want to be safe while you're out there boating. <laughs> Just to kind of <laughs> reiterate that, uh, I think we got skipped over. What the is one. number twenty? What is that? Gravestone rubbing. Make a gravestone rubbing. Uh, yeah, what I'm like, do they mean? do they mean robbing? No. Uh, <laughs> They don't want to do that. Don't do that. Uh, no, it, but it does talk about in areas where it is allowed specifically because you don't I want to don't just don't know be, what it means. So you put a <laughs> type of cloth or paper. You put a certain type of paper over gravestones and you, you do charcoal, you know, over that. And it, you, you're doing the, you're tracing the stone, the, the patterns on the stone. And, you know, there's a lot of them. Apparently there's a lot of older ones that are, that have some pretty intricate patterns on them. So why do you do this? You do it because it's fun, Eric. <laughs> so at a cemetery? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, old cemeteries, one's where they let you do it. Um, so you just walk into a cemetery, put some paper over a gravestone, rub it, and then you leave because the pattern's <laughs> neat? Hey. What? It seems disrespectful. <laughs> okay. Let me just read this. And I quote, Lots of tombstones, particularly older ones, feature some amazing designs and works of art. Transfer the etched designs onto butcher paper using either charcoal or a crayon. <laughs> it's called to, butcher paper. This is just getting creepier. To this make, sounds like a Halloween activity. To make unique wall hangings. Warning, make sure what? rubbing is allowed at the cemetery first. Whoa! People do this? Make sure rubbing is allowed. Yeah, yeah. Keep the well, necrophilias out of there. I've never heard of this in my life. Necrophiliacs. If this is a thing that you've participated in, please elaborate for me and enlighten me as to what it is that's happening here. I've never just gone to a cemetery. Well, first of all, I guess I don't just go to cemeteries. But if I had and I saw someone just rubbing a grave, I'd be like, what the <laughs> are they doing? I, Why are they rubbing that grave? I mean, I've seen this type of thing before, maybe not on gravestones, but the, that type of etching, you know, what about tombstone rubbing? Is, like is that pizza? how you make pizza? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't get it, man. We move on. Oh, just, just these are ideas, man. Man, one that I'm gonna stay away from. Real quick, we just skipped over this one. Uh, taking advantage of the uh, national parks, you know, free admission at national parks because apparently all but 127, which is a lot, but <laughs> of America's 400 plus national parks. Uh, 
don't, I put charge admission. Don't charge it. <laughs> don't charge for admission. Um, and then August 25th actually marks the National uh, Park Service, the birthday of the National Park Service, and all, all gates will be open. Oh, sweet. So that's actually not that far away. Yeah. <laughs> Next month. Before you go, enjoy some free wine tasting. Mm-hmm. A lot of people making you taste wine for free. Not making you, but allowing you to. Or uh, and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. Uh, there are uh, free wine tastings throughout the country. Uh, Make sure it's allowed. I'm just kidding. That's yeah, it. yeah, very <laughs> true. Don't just take someone's glass and run with it. You don't want to do that. Yeah, you know, there's plenty of those. Uh, even if they're not free, I'm sure there's ones that are fairly inexpensive. Um, because wine is wine is good, and good is wine. Shane and I crashed a wine party once. Oh yeah, we weren't invited, and we showed up, and they let us in anyway. <laughs> yeah, because they were just trying to sell wine, and uh, I still regret to this day that I somehow lost that bottle of wine. God damn it! I regret that too. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then they talk about watermelon seed spitting contests, and I guess there's a video here if you want to check that out. If you want to improve your uh, distance, I guess. I don't really know how all that works. but It's like a peeing contest. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But you know what? If you're looking for something, uh, why not? <laughs> yeah, if you're just sitting there. You know, it reminds me, we did a, uh, the, water, the water game. The water contest. game. It was a summer day, and we were, we were actually pretty bored, but someone's like, dude, you ever play the water game? Like, what? You literally fill your mouth up to the... To the absolute fullest, to the to the brim, puff your cheeks out full of water, and then you you take this and you do this looking away from your your uh content your your who's the other person be you're you're playing against? What would that be called? No, they're not a partner. They're your comp- enemy pa- opponent. Uh, thank you, my brain man. Your opponent. <laughs> you're and then you face each other at the same time, and the first person to to lose is the one that laughs and spits the water out. But it usually gets the other person in the face. <laughs> It's a lot of fun, actually. Your your most hated enemy. <laughs> yeah, the person that you hate. Yes. You spit water in their face. <laughs> uh, okay, go on. Visit to pick your own farm. And we did this. We did this on an episode. The uh, Elegant Farmer. Oh, yeah, we picked apples. Picked the apples, but there's more things for picking. And they, Strawberries, they, right? There's a, a uh, there's a website that they list on here also. If I can find it real quick. I didn't write that down. Maybe it's not a website. Pickyourown.org. For a nationwide directory, so check that out. Uh, you can do learn your, learn how to DIY at free clinics. And you can go to places like Home Depot, and uh, there's I guess there's also at Lowe's they have oh, places like cool. Lowe's has special programs for kids also. I it's, saw my neighbor building his own bed in uh, his garage the other day, and I was like, "Whoa, how'd you do that?" And he's like, oh, "It's actually easy. It's all straight cuts." I'm like, yeah, "What?" Uh, <laughs> it looked really impressive. So maybe he went to a clinic. That could be. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, uh, clearly there's there's some outdoor uh, <laughs> uses here. Uh, Outdoorness. At, at both places, uh, not just not just for the interior. Um, Correct. You could yeah. build a pergola. A what now? I say that pergola, pergola, per, per, pergola, pergola, pergola. I don't know. That's not. Uh, it's like the thing that you vine f- f- plants through, and it hangs up, and it looks oh. really nice. I think it's oh. a pergola. Could be. Sure. Why don't you look that up while I talk about diving in a swimming hole? And that's, <laughs> you know, that's just ah, publicly sorry. accessible uh, 
ponds and lakes, rivers. It's, it's called a pergola. P -R -P, sorry, P-E-R-G-O-L-A. Yeah. I don't think you can DIY a pergola, but, you know, you could try. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, swimming holes. Places that, preferably places that don't have a lot of rushing water where you could die. <laughs> dive? Dive, yeah. <laughs> place that has... Place where you that won't has, die and can dive? Yeah, don't dive into a swimming hole that, that also is shallow. Don't do that either, but... <laughs> Just just go to a place where you can swim in the natural waters. That's that's what we're going for here. <laughs> and uh, you know, along with that, uh, you can play in some sprinklers in your yard, but not just any old sprinklers, because you know only rich people Cheap. have sprinklers in their yards. <laughs> uh, they talk about poking holes in two liter in a two liter bottle and attaching a hose to that, um, which sounds to me like it could be potentially dangerous but just do it after you're done with your geocaching adult style <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh it, you want to attach a male-to-male uh, -male connector there to the to the water bottle and um i guess that actually attaches apparently i feel like i've seen something like that before what are we talking about here attaching the male-to-male -male connector <laughs> <laughs> i thought that's what you said <laughs> Of a, a hose connect, uh, what do they say? They don't say it. They say a uh, coupling, I think. Yeah, figure it out. Go to, go to your local garden shop. Yeah, so you put, make sure there's enough holes in the thing that the thing doesn't explode. But I think, you know, there's the water pressure, however that works on that, wouldn't probably wouldn't allow it to explode. But don't quote me on that one. Make sure there's enough holes in that thing. <laughs> Shane, you're causing a lot of problems on the show for people. <laughs> The other thing, uh, we, we actually had a, an episode about this and starred Bill Disc Golfers in. Um, you can play around at disc golf, which is free and fun. Free fun for the whole family. Well, maybe not the whole family. You probably let don't me, want to let go me, with that. Let me take a small aside here. Yeah. This isn't free, but I recently went uh, soccer golfing. Where you go. What the what? Some golf courses offer this. In fact, there's one by our house, Shane. That, I don't uh, believe you. You you um, rent a soccer ball if you don't have your own, and you there's a, you literally play 18 holes of golf alongside of other golfers, which is probably sacrilegious, and I can't imagine other golfers are too pleased with it. But this isn't like some high end course that I went to. Nonetheless, there's a separate holes for the soccer ball, oh, and you really? legitimately play golf with a soccer ball. And let me tell you, I couldn't walk right for about two days because kicking a soccer ball, regardless of how far you've run in your life, it is not as easy as you think. Wow. So, so what happens if fun. you get the smaller, the golf balls in the big holes? I don't. No, I mean, you wouldn't be shooting. They're they're in different different spots even. So sure. But it's fun, man. We we did like we um started betting at the end and waging you know uh, competition and stuff like that it was kind of cool. Yeah, I have not heard of that. That sounds really interesting. You should check that. We should do that. Oh, yeah. oh you in did. fact, if you're in the Wisconsin area, the Waukesha <laughs> area to be specific, Moore Downs Golf Course does it. Oh. It's not even expensive. It's like 10 or 15 bucks, maybe, I think. It's sure, cool. sure. I have a friend, I think, that uh, you, I think that he may have cleaned their pond once. He was doing that for a while. He was scuba diving, and I think, actually, I want to say that was the course that he cleaned. Hmm. But uh, You can always volunteer your time to go uh, clean ponds. <laughs> well, I don't know. you got to be a uh, licensed yeah. scuba diver, uh, so that's not free. <laughs> But anyway, uh, volunteer your time. That's a profound concept. That's something that I feel like I don't do nearly as much. You have um, to have time to do that. You do have to have time to do that. Um, I feel like I need to 
do that. <laughs> Just got to do it. Just got to go do it sometime. Um, problem is finding what to do. <laughs> you could adopt a highway thing, go pick up trash or something. Sure. Yeah, there's that kind uh, of stuff. There's conservancy land programs that need volunteers. The thing, the thing that came to mind, uh, uh, kind of one of the first things that came to mind, uh, outdoors related, would be uh, Habitat for Humanity. Uh, you know, that that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, that's, you know, building a house. But I think, I want to say I maybe saw that happening on my way home from work recently. Because there was a bunch of people that were doing work on this house, and I didn't know <laughs> what it was, but if I had to guess, maybe that's what was going on. Well, I think... I think that's about it, really, for the for the outdoor act. There's a bunch of other ones on there. If you're looking for other things to do this summer that aren't just outdoors related, um, so go check that out. And uh, without further ado, because I still don't have a bumper for this one, we're going to talk about our uh, campfire stories. Wait, let me play this one. Here, I'll play this one from Techies. I don't know what that sounded like to you, Eric, but <laughs> this is a special report. I feel uh, like a wolf howl would be great and like uh, <laughs> some crackling fire sounds or something. <laughs> you know? Just doing a little cross show, uh, calling out there. No worries, right? Uh, yeah, so we're talking about this is going to sound kind of weird, probably disgusting a little bit. Well, being educated is important when you're being outdoors. So some people might be afraid of this stuff, um, and it might thwart you from being outside. But have no fear, we're here talking about ticks, tick stories. Uh, you know, tick, the, tick, tick in my eye. The in, is it an insect? Is it an arachnid? What the heck is it? It's it's a der- it's a derivation of an arachnid. It's kind it's kind it's not an insect, but it's it's like an arachnid. Uh, I looked this up quite extensively recently for some reason. Good, good. I'm glad you did because I don't know. <laughs> Just talking about yeah, they're pretty nasty here. animals and they're everywhere. Um, yeah. For those not familiar, you will typically get these in the warmer months of the year. Uh, you know, through tall grass, they'll jump off onto your legs or, well, anywhere on your body that it can really cling to, really. And uh, they will bury in. Well, if if given enough time, they will dig into your skin and they will suck your blood. And that's not a pretty sight. So, what's your what's your experience with these so, um, arachnids? They are they're small arachnids in in the order of uh, Parasitiformes, oh. uh, along with mites. Uh, they like constitute mites. they constitute the succubus uh, really? acarina. Ticks are echo ectoparasites living by hematophagy. Just would you yeah. On the blood of mammals, birds, and sometimes reptiles and amphibians. Ticks are vectors of small disease that infect both humans and other animals. Okay, I'm done. Oh good. <laughs> I think I just blacked out. Okay. <laughs> nice reference. Uh so there's you know, around here there's at least in Wisconsin, there's a couple different t- it's probably more than just this. I the ones that I'm familiar with are really deer ticks and wood ticks. Wood ticks are going to be your more common ones that you're going to find on you. Um, thankfully, the much larger of the two also. Wood ticks, you know, I've gotten plenty of, uh, too many to even count that I've found on me. Uh, probably 
quite a f- I'm trying to remember exactly how many times. It's been a few times that I've gotten bitten by wood ticks. And it's not just a bite, you know, as we mentioned, they, they stay in you. Which it's is, not like it's painful. It's, you don't it's even know not, they're there. The no, problem. that's the thing, right? And, and you'll find these on your pets, too. Uh, anyone, most pet owners, I'm sure, have found ticks on their pets at one point. And usually it's to the point where the, the thing's already ballooned up, right? Um, because, you know, you, you don't know. The, the dog probably certainly doesn't know. Um, or other pet. But uh, at any rate, uh, the, the you know, there's been a few times I have been bit. And... Um, there were some times where I uh, may may not have been so familiar with different techniques of uh, correctly removing said ticks. <laughs> uh, so having said that, you know, I was younger and naive. Um, the, and if you haven't checked, Eric had posted to our Facebook page one particular method. I don't know if you want to go into that now or not. Or save um, it for the Yeah, end. well, it's interesting because that's what sparked this, oddly enough. Um that video on, on both the Wildernet and I shared on the Where to Hunt uh, page too, I think it had reached, uh, combining the two, um, like 30,000 people. Holy cow. <laughs> uh, according to the, the analytics and statistics of what Facebook tracks. So I don't know what that actually means but or how accurate it is. But really it just involved using a... Um, uh, dude, my brain cotton is not... Cotton swab. No, nah, not a cotton swab. It was an, uh, uh, a Q-tip. Thank you. That Jeez. is a cotton swab. <laughs> but it's specifically a Q-tip. Um, what? <laughs> but you're just getting a little bit wet. And, oh, is it? What, they're the same thing, really? They are the I'm same thing. Like I'm not talking about a cotton, cotton ball. Oh. Cotton swab. <laughs> so anyway, Q-tip. You're not saying, you know, it's like Kleenex to tissue, man. Okay, well, that, so you just get the, the tip uh, a little bit moist with water, and then you just rotate the tick around the axis of where its head is stuck into you, and it eventually just uh, freaks out and says, I'm done, and it pulls itself out, which is better than ripping it out, because if its head gets stuck in you, that's the, where you increase your chance of infectious disease, like Lyme disease. Um, real quick, Shane, there's a website called www.ticktwister.com. <laughs> And it effectively accomplishes the same thing. It's just that's uh, what it's made to do. It's quite interesting. I've been seeing this thing blow up all over the place. So uh, the Tick Twister, TickTwister.com. That's a that sounds. Way I hope too, I don't have to try it, but it's yeah, way too similar to another term. <laughs> um. So well, that's okay. So there's that. There's the you know the flame method i think uh, yeah someone, people say someone you pee on them you burn them i don't know there's like all sorts of old school ideas maybe that's for the leeches i don't know i think the flame generally works the problem i think my biggest problem with that is you, if if you're a guy like me it. and you have a lot of uh bodily fur shall we say shane's like a sasquatch <laughs> word in the woods see uh <laughs> just realized uh yesterday i could actually do that it's, it is my voice but it's not it's it's lowered, but apparently not necessary. Anyway, the yes, uh, you, you don't want to burn your your hair, and that smells, and it's it's not good. It's awful. <laughs> but you know, you might be okay if it's not near uh, arm hair or anything like that. Um, don't be like me though, folks. Uh, when I was a young a young lad, and do not attempt to pull the tick out without these means, uh, because the head will. Remain embedded, as Eric mentioned, in and and in my case, uh, this is the gross part. 
Uh, I don't know about infection, but I did wind up getting a series of uh, warts on my toes because <laughs> it was on the underside of my foot, and ended up one way or another ended up needing um, laser surgery to remove those, and that's not that's not fun. Jeez, man, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. You really do have a tick story. I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Uh, spur of the moment topic and. Uh, <laughs> Actually, it's something to talk about, but at any rate, that uh, you know that didn't go away. And I think I even had a little bit of resurgence of the of those warts uh, semi within the last couple of years, I want to say. And I, I think I took Ooh. care of that right away with one of those you know freeze burning sticks. And then I found out with that, don't press too hard with those things because that hurt really bad for the next several days. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I, I, don't know I didn't know those. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, once it was awkward, you're right, yeah. I, I, I can only presume, I, I'm no doctor, but I can only presume that the ticks are what, the tick is what ultimately caused that. Um, but it could just be coincidence, too. Do you have another story, too? I can't tell. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's wood ticks for you. Deer ticks, on the other hand, they're very tiny, very difficult to see. And uh, there's actually been two times I've been bitten by deer ticks. Deer ticks are the ones apparently predominantly carry not they're the, the ones they are the concern with Lyme disease disease. I, I don't know whether or not wood ticks can actually carry them, but apparently it's very a very slim chance if any. Deer ticks are the ones you really have to be careful of and which sucks that they're the ones that are so small too. Um, of the two times that I have been bitten, the first time I went in and got, you know, the shot or whatever it was that was, it's been so long at this point, I don't remember exactly what they did, but they did do something <laughs> to me. Uh, and, and, you know, they wanted to make sure, I remember at the time they wanted to make sure they didn't have the ring sort of halo around the bite. And I was uh, kind of worried because I think it kind of looks like that. A circular anyway. rash called urethema migrans sure yeah um and i think in both cases that the both times that i was bitten by the deer tick i felt like there was some kind of a ring that it looked like around it so don't just make an assumption that's what it is or anything like that um the second time which was more recent uh which was in the last couple years um they had my doctor actually just told me uh that we just we just wait 24 hours to see what happens and uh <laughs> they just didn't do anything actually to me and and I was fine in that particular case um I don't remember what the reasoning was exactly if you know if that's always what's done now um but apparently there's just enough uh you know that's enough time and you're fine if if you do get symptoms then you then you can worry about it at that point but yeah I grabbed some stuff from WebMD in terms of how I don't know how legitimate that is but um said that uh Within one to one to four weeks of being bitten by an infected tick, most people will experience some symptoms of Lyme disease uh, if it is an infected tick, and that that circular rash called the whatever the hell I can't pronounce at the site bite develops in, in about seventy eight percent of cases. Um, some people will report allegedly flu like symptoms, uh, fever, chills, headaches, fatigue, swollen lymph nodes, joint pain, and muscle aches. Right. Yikes! So yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, don't take my word for it. You should probably see your doctor regardless if you've been bit by a deer Don't tick. quote Shane. No, but I'm just saying that's what my doctor, doctor. <laughs> did. So 
I know, I know. You pr- you probably would be if you did wait that twenty four hours. You probably and nothing happened. You're probably gonna be fine. So here's an interesting story. Uh, this actually happened in in the town of Waukesha in Wisconsin, and this was years ago. But some <laughs> a friend of mine at the time had worked at a tanning salon. This is telling you how long ago this was, and uh, some gentleman walked in and said, "There's a tick on you." <laughs> As soon as she said where, he's like, went under your under your clothes. And she started stripping right then and there because she thought there was a tick diving down beneath her, her undergarments. And allegedly, this, this person had gone to several establishments doing this effectively to what he wanted. Obviously, what? he got arrested, caught, and put in jail. But my friend said, I was part of the, that guy. He came in and did it to me. And I totally fell for it. I was so scared. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> a real news story. I'm sure if you search hard enough, you could probably They wouldn't find it, run to the restroom or something? No, first? they were so freaked out immediately that they just, where? Oh, my God. He's like, I mean, it's behind you. And not even just down to, uh, I mean, everything? <laughs> uh, pretty quickly, that's what was happening. All, all of the clothing, though. Um, in some instances, yeah. Holy smokes. That's, yeah. wow. I don't, it's pretty I mean, sketch. I, it is. Um, is it illegal? <laughs> <laughs> If I went out into my living room right now and told my fiance that she had a tick on her, I guarantee. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. She's then, listening. That'd be a harmless prank, I'm sure. Correct. correct. <laughs> Amusing for me, of course. Yeah. Uh, Not that I'd recommend. Go try it this on your wife. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Not tonight, honey. There's a tick. <laughs> See what uh, piece of furniture you'll be sleeping on that evening. <laughs> At any rate. See what happens next time you get rejected. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, that is. Oh, there's a lot of country songs about, I want to check you for ticks and all that stuff. So, you know. (laughs) Is there really? Oh, that's a real one. Yep. Oh, geez. (laughs) Okay. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's fine. That's all you got. I think that's all we got. So I'll just go ahead and talk, uh, tell people they can check out the uh, website, niceguynetwork.com slash wildernet. Recently, as in last night, officially redesigned. So go check that out. I haven't even made a post. Great, man. Good job, by the way. Thanks. Haven't even made a post. I've been working a lot on it. And if you hate it, I'm sorry. But I think it's a lot better than what was there before. Um, Yeah, so that's that. Uh, iTunes, check us out. Please leave us a rating. That sounds like begging, but we kind of are. (laughs) Leave us a rating on iTunes if you don't mind. Um, any rating, any rating at all. Uh, probably. Yeah, Greg, if you hear this and hear our shout out to you, go flip and give us a review. You, you should have told them. You anybody else? You only. You should have told them you'd only talk about them if you left us a rating. Or is that? Is that? We can't do that. We can't do that. That's. He'll do it now. He'll do it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably be. be like I hate that show. They talk <laughs> crap about me. Uh, Wilderness podcast. Tried that tick thing on my wife and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wildernetpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to sound like a bunch of perverts now, aren't we? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hopefully not. Uh, maybe it'll get more people to listen. <laughs> That's our email address, though. Wildernetpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, on Twitter, at Wildernetcast. And Facebook, uh, slash Wildernetpodcast. Uh, Eric, where can our listeners, including Mr. Greg, uh, find you? Uh, I would just say go to publiclandpride.com and you'll find all you need at that hub there uh, for Where to Hunt Wisconsin. Cool. Which you said you also... That's it. <laughs> good, What's good. That? What's that? 
which you said you also posted the the tick uh, method to as well. Yeah, yeah. Check that out. Facebook.com slash where to hunt Wisconsin if you want to see the vid. Right on, man. Uh, you can find me on uh, my other podcast, Tech Ease, where we simplify, we talk about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. Or on Twitter at ShaveMadOx. Check that out. I think uh, it'll about do it, except for this. The moment of reflection. <laughs> the moment of reflection. See? Sorry we ran a little long tonight, but hopefully you're okay with that. Well, if you're looking for some fun things to do this summer, uh, check on out our little article. You can check it out on the website uh, from the Huffington Post here, giving you those ideas. Or, you know, just at this point, we pretty much gave you all the ideas. So, you know, do those. And, uh, yeah, you, you can thank us or you can thank them. We're just we're just the messenger, really, providing you the fun and and and, and really fun activities to check out. So go do that. Yeah, that was a very wide swath of recommendations of things to do if you're balling on a budget, so get at it. Yeah. And then you can go by the tick twister <laughs> if you have any problems in that area. Or is try it, the cotton swab. Is it just a tweezers? <laughs> no, man. It's like... Is it like a mini drill? Just go. Go to the thing. Okay. Ticktwister.com. <laughs> yes, if you're... If Put you're a having, link on it when you post our show notes. If you're having issues with excessive arachnids being attached to your body... Go check out the Tick Twister. <laughs> the Tick, the Tick Twister. <laughs> okay, <laughs> enough of that. Enough of this solemn crap. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. You didn't have anything else to add, Eric? Did you? No, I couldn't hear you for a while, so I'm good. I wasn't saying too much, but all right. Good. I'm going to go eat some food now. All right. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take care. Go get outside. I mean, just get out.